Happy New Year and welcome to the Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and I love that we get to start this new year out together where I am coming alongside you as dads, helping you be the hero that you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. And you know this by now, that because my heart is to equip dads of daughters to dial in intentionally and consistently to their hearts, this material also applies to dads and sons. And I even have moms write me because I know many of you women wear a dad hat when dad isn't in the picture or maybe dad isn't motivated or able to meet the needs of his kids. Many of you women are stepping into this role as well. And I applaud you and I celebrate you and I welcome you to this conversation. Well, before we begin, you know the template by now, but let me review for those of you that are just joining this conversation. Every week I use the grid on your mark, get set, go. So on your mark is the topic Get set is I'm going to fill that in with stories, with stats of ways to kind of breathe life into that concept. And then the go step is every week, I want to give you one practical way to put your love for your daughters and even your sons into action. Well, on your mark, the topic this week is helping your daughter shed her false self to become her true self. So I'm kind of doing a false self, true self comparison this week. Well, let's start the conversation in the get set portion. So on this first day of the new year, most of us are thinking about what we want to set a resolution for, how we're going to set new goals and let go of things maybe that aren't good for us while we're embracing things that are. We're letting go of old things and embracing things that are new, that are good for us. Well, in light of that theme, I thought that a great way to launch 2018 would be to talk to you fathers about how to help your daughter let go of the old, which I'm calling that false self that isn't in line with who she really is, and embracing the true self or the real self. So we're going to kind of open up that conversation today, lay it open so we can all understand it. So here's the deal. I realize that some of you might go, okay, this is sounding a little psychobabbly, Michelle. You know, you're a therapist, you're a counselor, like that sort of seems like something that might be left for psychology. And I'm saying, well, I want you to see how this topic actually comes to life if you sit down and use this language in opening up conversations with girls. Because as a counselor for 20 years now, this is something that I've been talking to girls about for years and young women, this false self, true self comparison. And they really seem to get it. So because I want you as a dad to kind of have the inside scoop on decoding your daughters, I figured this would be a good concept for you to know about and maybe to weave into a conversation. Because the truth is, your daughter will really see how smart you are. Like, Dad, wow, you, you're really going deep here. So the truth is that the internal world that your daughter lives in, on the inside of her, is one where there is a battle going on constantly. And part of that battle is between her false self and her true self. And it starts really young. In fact, if you have a daughter even around the age of 9 or 10, this has already started. This has already started, this battle. So in short, your false self is being someone or something other than who you really are, and our true self then is being in touch with who we really are. Well, let me give you a little background. In 1960, there was an English pediatrician and psychoanalyst by the name of Dr. Donald Winnicott, and he's the first one who is at least claiming to have used these concepts of the false and true self. So he described the false self 
as a defensive facade that manifests in a lack of spontaneity that leaves one feeling empty while being hidden behind the appearance of being real. Okay, I know that was a lot to take in. Let me say that again. So the false self is a defensive facade manifesting in a lack of spontaneity that leaves one feeling empty while being hidden behind the appearance of being real. So it probably doesn't take a rocket scientist for you dads of daughters to say, I noticed that happen with her. The older she gets, that little girl maybe that was free and emotionally vibrant seems to have changed a lot. And I get the fact that some of it is typical adolescence, but I want you dads to hear today that much of that comes from her environment at school that is so dominantly strong that it's pressing in and trying to have her conform to the ideals of the norm. And girls tend to lose their uniqueness. And it's heartbreaking. I know many parents tell me that it's heartbreaking for them, and I can tell you it's heartbreaking for me. And so because I want to equip dads of daughters to hit it out of the ballpark as men, as dads, as champions for their girls, these are important things to know is not only what's going on inside of her that she may not even be able to tell you about, but I also want to provide solutions so that you as dads can, quote, fix it, right? Men tell me, just tell me what to do to fix it. I'm like, well, we got to start by knowing what the problem is. You have to know the enemy when you go into battle, don't you? Okay, so the false self, some people also call the false self the public self, like that may appear polite or well-mannered, which is maybe not what you get at home with your girls. But let me tell you, at school, a lot of times with her peers, she's acting like she's going along with the crowd when inside She's feeling the resistance and sometimes just crumbling underneath the weight of that peer pressure. So the false self puts on a show oftentimes of being real, but it's really superficial in reality. But by contrast, let's define the true self. So that is when someone has a sense of their self based on spontaneous, authentic experience. So you caught the fact that in both of these definitions, the word spontaneity was in there which I find really intriguing, really intriguing because so often we think, oh, spontaneity, you know, that that's not really, I don't think a concept we hear a lot about, at least in sermons, or I don't read a lot about it in books. And yet I think there's some beauty there when you think about a child who's around, let's say five, six, three, four, even how much spontaneity is there? A ton, but something happens later in life where that spontaneity seems to kind of go by the wayside. It's like getting more in their heads instead of staying connected to their heart. So listen to this. The true self is a sense of being fully alive. That authentic self is fully alive. In other words, girls start pulling back going, I got made fun of by my peers when I said that. But the true self says, I don't even care. I'm going to be real, authentic, original, and vulnerable. So summing up, the false self that I'm referring to is a fake self while the real self is a true self. That's the essence of who God made someone to be. Well, to tell you the truth, I know that it's brutal on Venus. I mean, really, because we tend to attack our own. It's much more that way than on Mars. Guys, you don't tend to do that to each other. You're going to duke it out on the field in sports, but man, girls do it verbally. It oftentimes is brutal on Venus. I'm just letting you know that. So we often then wear a mask where our true self is hidden from those attacks 
or maybe even a feared perceived attack that could come. And it's not worth the risk to take the mask off. In fact, even this week, I had a conversation in my counseling office with an adult woman where this was the theme of our conversation. How far back did that mask go on? How do you still wear it now? So in other words, this is something that if dads could address this and help their daughters be fully alive without wearing a mask by fearing rejection if they don't keep it on, do you realize the stage that that sets for healthy adult women? Oh my word, that would change our country from the ground up, which is why I champion fathers week in and week out. So I want you dads to be aware that if you want a daughter who's going to stand up be herself and stand strong in her own beautiful identity. She needs to be equipped to not only recognize when she's being a false self, aka wearing a mask, but that she knows then how to combat that by being her true self and taking a risk that may mean she's the only one with that opinion or that conviction or letting her personality stick out where it's now risked, right? Could be risked or risky if everyone attacks her or makes fun of her or doesn't align with her. And that's where you as a dad get to help cheer her on. Maybe you've heard of the movie Mean Girls. Have you guys ever heard of that one? Mean Girls. It came out about a decade ago and Lindsay Lohan was the main character in this movie. And I've noticed the fact that there's never been a sequel called Mean Boys, okay, to state the obvious. But There is a reason that that movie became a mega hit because most women and girls that I talk to about that movie, they've all seen it. They all know the theme where the main character grows up in Africa with very well-educated parents. She comes to America, starts at a high school and realizes very quickly that there is a pecking order. There's different tables where different kids sit based on popularity or interests. And we all know that. I mean, it was like that for me in high school, right? There's the popular kids, there's the jocks, there's the nerds, there's the science kids, there's the music ones. And sometimes there's not overlap, right? It's a real division of where everyone sits and who they are. So in this movie, this girl, Lindsay Lohan, ends up abandoning, if you will, her smart self and becomes a, quote, plastic. That's what the popular girls are, where they will do anything cutthroat to get to the top, to claw their way to the top. And a lot of it is very, very mean and rude. And you watch Lindsay Lohan begin to just shrink and become someone who she's not. But of course, it's a movie, so it ends where she is back to being her authentic self and brings the plastics along with her. But I think that concept of being plastic is very much in line with this topic today about the false self versus the true self, because that's what happens to girls when they lose a connection to their true selves. I mean, it's almost like when a girl goes into a dressing room, right? You try on clothes. You guys do it too, right? And and sometimes I always say the thing you think isn't going to look good on you does, but the things that are so cute on the hanger don't work once you put them on. And it's like that same kind of dressing room theme as a girl is developing, right, into adolescence and young adulthood As she goes into, quote, the dressing room of life, she'll try different personas on even where she's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try and fit in. And that means that I might get made fun of. And I'm telling you where I say it's brutal on, on Venus, all that has to happen is that a popular girl can look up and down her outfit 
and say nothing but give a deadly look, a look of disapproval, she'll never wear that outfit again. We are impacted by all of those kinds of body language signals that give disapproving messages. So see why it's, again, so important for you dads to look at her and say, you're beautiful today. Wow, there was so much creativity that you put into that outfit. Now, did you notice what I just gave you in this example? One is the outward. Wow, you look beautiful in that outfit. But the second one about her character or her gifting, you put a lot of thought into that. I can tell. Head to toe, your creativity shines today. Now, you might think, okay, that sounds way too Venusian for me. Like, guys don't talk like that. I'm like, well, I am helping teach you a language of Venus. Say that and watch the response you get because what you're doing is you're highlighting and calling out and affirming her true self by noting her creativity. Does that make sense? Well, I don't think we can have this conversation without talking about social media. So we all know that that is a runaway train and it's not going to turn back anytime. This is the day and age we live in. So I want to give you guys a couple ideas. This is kind of the go step early of how to address the false self, true self dynamic from the standpoint of being aware of how social media impacts her. So one idea, I just heard this from a clinician at a conference I went to, where she said that with her clients that are teenagers that struggle with self-injurious behavior, cutting is a really big thing now. It has been actually for a lot of years. I've worked with clients that have this issue. And it's kind of one of those things where, you know, people can judge it. Oh, just stop cutting. But it, it has deeper roots than that. But the point I'm making is that she said she encourages her clients to take a photo of themselves resisting the urge to cut. She said, put a picture on social media of you being brave, of you being confident. And I love that idea because it's saying, think deeper. Let's just not post pictures about our outfits or where we went or what we did. Let's champion that idea of being brave. So you as a dad, think strategically. If your daughter is doing something brave or maybe doing a work project at home, wow, raking of leaves or, you know, doing some not very pleasant project, but she got all her chores done. Can you imagine taking a photo, posting it on social media and say, my daughter is the hardest worker. She never gives up. And you're applauding that true self character piece. Another idea that I have that might help you attack and address and champion this true self thing has to do with doing a project with her that involves thinking outside of herself and giving to others. Now, we all know that adolescence is a very narcissistic section and season of life. It's typical. And I know that parents sometimes want to say to their daughters, especially, life isn't all about you. It's not, the world doesn't revolve around your needs. That is not a very good way to address this, dads. I'm just telling you because you've just reinforced the problem. You don't want to be speaking that out. Instead, you want to combat it with truth. Like, uh, okay, part of the truth is this is normal, typical adolescent development, okay? That the world does revolve around her. Do you know why? Because all of the estrogen that is pumping through her body, affecting her mood, her behavior, and her thoughts or in psychology, we call those cognitions, right? All of that 
is so powerful inside of her, she doesn't even know what's going on. So it's hard to look beyond all of that. This is why she's wired that way. So if you make her feel bad about it, all it does is add insult to injury because she really can't change much of that until she's gotten into a different phase of her development. So another way to combat that is if you want your daughter to think outside of herself, join her in creating space to do a service project together. Now, I remember I was talking to a dad a couple years ago. His daughter was in eighth grade at the time, and he said to me, what do I do to help her get her eyes off of herself? She is so self-focused. So I told him this exact thing is find a way that the two of you can volunteer together, find a project together. Do you know what he said to me? Not gonna happen. Nope, 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 nope. I'm too busy. And I thought to myself, well, then how is she going to grow? How is she going to grow past that point in her life where all she notices is what's going on with her and what style she wants and accommodating her moods or whatever? Dad, join your daughter in doing a service project. You know, it was a few years ago. I don't know if you ever watched the show Secret Millionaire, but I loved that show. It kind of came and went. But I remember one time watching a show that was so powerful about a dad and his 19-year-old daughter, Alexa. And he said that they went to New Jersey, close to where he'd grown up, to volunteer together in a poverty-stricken area where crime rates were high and resources were scarce. And he was now this guy that had done really well for himself in real estate. But rather than just handing money over to charity, he decided to take his daughter with him and do a project. And I'm sure the show helped facilitate that, but oh my goodness, to watch the show and see their relationship together during the process was not only the most beautiful part of it, but to hear them at the end say things like, this was life-changing for both of us. In fact, he described his time doing this project as the best time he'd ever spent with his daughter and added that not only does he feel reborn as a result of it, but he said that his priorities had changed. So look at the dad said, I went in maybe thinking my daughter and I can do this together, but he changed in the process. Isn't that awesome? And then in her own words, Alexa expressed the impact of this experience by saying she learned the value of the dollar and feels much closer to her father. So by doing that service project together, they not only grew closer to each other, but they both walked away deeply changed. Well, as I hear that, do you hear how her true self and his true self together emerged by doing a project together? So dads, I'm telling you, that would be a powerful way to help your daughter find her true self because it's not going to be through lectures. It's not going to be through criticizing her for not being real. It's dad, get in the ring with her guide her and push yourself past your own limits and limitations and fears to say, Ugh. in fact, I was at Costco this week. It was a random story. And I, I was getting some new glasses and the gal and I struck up a conversation. And when she heard what I was doing with dads and daughters, she said, I help facilitate trips where dads and daughters can go to Peru and do service projects. And I said, I'm actually going to be talking about that on my radio program this week. So dads, I'm telling you, there are options out there. If you look, Google it, you'll find ways that you can give back by joining with your daughter in doing it together. 
Now, there's a book that I want to tell you about. It's called Reviving Ophelia. Crazy name, right? And the author is Dr. Mary Pfeiffer, who I got to hear a bunch of years ago. Now, the subtitle is really powerful, Reviving Ophelia, Saving the Selves of Adolescent Girls. And she said in this book that she has wrestled in helping girls, adolescent girls, find their false and true self. She has been addressing that for years. So she's actually the first person that I ever heard address this topic in her book. And Ophelia is a character in Hamlet who lost herself for a guy, longed for the blessing to be pleasing to her dad. And so she ran to a guy and when he wasn't in her, like any Shakespeare play, she killed herself. Okay, not that I'm trying to be Debbie Downer, but in some ways, you guys, I'm making the point that there may not be physical death for girls during adolescence, but it dies, something dies inside of her during this process of losing her true self. And I found it so powerful in Dr. Pfeiffer's book where she says, girls know they are losing themselves. One girl said to me, everything good in me died in junior high. Dr. Pfeiffer says, wholeness is shattered by the chaos of adolescence. Girls become fragmented and their selves split into mysterious contradictions. They're sensitive and tender-hearted, mean and competitive, superficial and idealistic. They are confident in the morning and they're overwhelmed by anxiety by nightfall. They rush through their days with wild energy and then collapse into lethargy. They can try on new roles every week. This week, the good student the next week, the delinquent, and the next, the artist. And they expect their families to keep up with these changes. Okay, dads, can you relate? Moms, can you relate? This is typical adolescence. So you're not alone if this is what you find you are experiencing with your girl. And what Dr. Pfeiffer says is they crash and burn in a social and developmental Bermuda Triangle. That's what she calls it, just lost in there. She said, girls at this stage of development lose their resiliency and optimism. They become less curious and less inclined to take risks. See how that goes back to that spontaneity, true self piece. They lose all of that during this phase of development and they report great unhappiness with their own bodies. They become more deferential, self-critical, and depressed. She calls them female impersonators. Wow, that is a powerful way to put it. Maybe you have felt that with your daughters, like, who are they? I've lost my girls. So helping your daughters become empowered to be their true self in Christ as a daughter of God, you want to be highlighting not only the positives in her that you see that are about her character. Wow, you were really patient. You went the extra mile. Wow, I know that was really hard to stay connected to your homework all late into the night last night, but you did it. I'm so proud of you. Your daughters need to hear that. I read an article in Christianity Today recently where Megan Hill says, authenticity is transparency and admission of failure. It's the rejection of pretense and hypocrisy. It's truth-telling about all areas of life. So dad, a way that you can help your daughter shed her false self and become her true self is not only does, does she need to hear from you, that you're not being critical as well of her, that you are giving her patience. So you are starting by giving her grace, not criticism when she's less than perfect, but coming alongside and saying, okay, I realize that that was hard for you. There may be a consequence, or sometimes you might just say, I'm going to let that one go. But I think number two, it starts with modeling living from your authentic self, 
letting her know, I blew it too. Will you forgive me? Because a true authentic self, as Megan Hill said, that tells the truth in all areas of life. So what it means is that you as a dad have to take your mask off and be real and admit failure while you are saying to your daughter, forgive me. Basically, you're saying, I was just my false self. That wasn't really me. I don't like that I just acted that way. Will you forgive me? Because more is caught than taught, and you're modeling that to her. Well, it's been a joy to have you here today. As we've been talking about, here's the on your mark. We've been talking about helping your daughter shed her false self to become her true self. And I trust that today you've gotten ideas about how to help do that with your daughters because she needs you to set the way, Dad. Do a service project with her. Maybe that's the idea you'll do with her. Maybe you will just come alongside her when she's blown it and you feel like that isn't really her true self and you will call it out. You'll call that out of her and say, that wasn't congruent with your true self. Let's be reminded together of who you really are. That will reach the core of your daughter and help her take the mask off because she knows it's safe around you to be that kind of real. Well, if you've enjoyed the conversation today, you might want to listen again on iTunes. You can go to my website, drmichellewatson.com, where I have free resources and a link to my book, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. It's been a joy to have you here again today, where I want to champion dads to be intentional and consistent as they pursue their daughter's hearts. Go dads.